morning, guys. Welcome back to I See Dead Movies. It's been a little while since we've done this one. It's been really, really busy. Had some articles and stuff that I had to write and had a bunch of stuff I had to watch for that and just other stuff going on with the screen coverage and all this stuff like that. So it's been a minute since we've done one of these, but I'm really happy to do this. What I'm going to end up doing today is I was thinking about it. Like everything I've been watching almost has had a purpose for something else, some other piece of content or whatever for the most part, or really doesn't fit with the show. I just saw Ant-Man, Quantum menace whatever the fuck that name of the society of the sisterhood i don't know uh not very good that one wasn't but that definitely doesn't fit in here we'll talk about that in one of this one of the live streams or something but you know what i decided was when the new children of the corn movie came out and if you don't know if this is the first time you've heard this show before um then what we do here typically is we we cover movies that not aren't that popular right now that aren't new that that aren't superheroes that aren't whatever so um today i decided to discuss the entire children of the corn franchise minus part four and five uh, my original intention with this was to do an in-depth like video on the whole franchise and i just realized that with everything going on uh it just came at a really bad time i watched a bunch of these movies struggle bust through some of these fucking movies really had a good time with some of these movies and eventually just realized I missed the boat. The new one came out. I did the review for it. And honestly, most people don't give a shit about the children of the corn franchise. I don't know how the fuck this franchise still cranks out movies. No one cares. No one gives a fuck. They just announced a, a remake of this children. Like when you think about horror and you hear children of the corn, it's like, Oh, that's an old school horror movie. That's a big IP. No, it's not. It might as well be fucking, VR troopers or something, man. Nobody gives a shit anymore. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, so I decided what would be funnest to do rather than just try to throw together a late video. I really don't want to watch those fourth and fifth fucking movies, man. I think I reached my limit with this fucking franchise and the 11 movies in it. There are 11 children of the corn movies. There are 16 witchcraft movies. I learned that the other day. Holy shit box salads. But and by the way, if you're not watching this on Patreon, uh, there is a video version of this on our Patreon. There's a link below. If you're listening to it on the podcast, you can check that out as well. A uh, bunch of awesome shit that we put on the Patreon, including this Saturday night, our Patreon party, where we do beer chugs and we do movie trivia. And it's just the best time. We do music. It's the best. I can't wait. But yeah, so check that out in the link below. So getting into it, let's just jump right into this thing, man. Uh, I'm going to go through the entire franchise, uh, minus the two I haven't seen. In this video, normally we'll do like three movies, just random ass movies. I just thought this would be the best way to do this because um, half of it I forgot. You know, I shit out like the toxins from Taco Bell uh, just gone out of my periph. I don't know. <laughs> my, my, my body excreted it. It was so fucking shitty, like actual corn. Yeah, like corn. Some of it just came out as whole corn. Uh, enough about shit. Uh, Children of the Corn, the original Children of the Corn movie is what we'll start with. I, I I think that this one is actually worse than people say it is. Uh, I'm pulling it up to IMDb here, so I remember everybody's name and whatnot. But yeah, I actually think that this movie is not the best in the franchise. We don't know which one I think it is, but I do not think this is maybe this is probably the third third best in the franchise, in my opinion. Which will shock people because there's not very many good movies in this franchise. But I think the first movie kind of sucks dick. Like the only thing I love about the first movie is that opening. That fucking opening is haunting, and it sets the stage for something that's going to be amazing, and, and it ends up being a turd in a toilet, but with corn in it. But my point is this. They're all sitting in there, and it's got this classic like, old-school like narration, like Homeward Bound fucking stand-by-me shit going on. And that I, I love. The kids talking. It's like, we were at church that day, and sister was home with a fever. 
uh, my buddy Chance and I got lost. No, it, and then all of a sudden, these kids, Malachi's a weird ass, sitting outside with his fucking bowl cut, just staring inside the window of the diner. And then all these kids just start murdering. The, they lock the door, and they just start murdering all the adults uh, with the fucking everything from coffee to the goddamn scythes to goddamn corn clippers. I don't know. But they were murdering the shit out of all these people in this crazy scene. And it just set the tone. And I was like, oh, shit. These kids have taken over. This is Burger King. Have it your way. But everything's a kid's meal. And you're fucked. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm not sure if it landed. I'm pretty sure it didn't. But, hey, hang on. My dog is snoring. And I'm pretty sure it's 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 ruining the podcast that I ruined myself. Hella. Hella. Wakey, wakey. Wake up. Wake up. Quit snoring so loud. You know what's fucked up about this dog is that she only starts snoring when I'm recording. My voice literally puts her in REM sleep. Like deep, deep REM sleep. I hope you heard that. Um, but anyways, yeah, the opening's amazing. Best moment of the franchise for sure. Why they don't recreate the opening and, and the multiple fucking remakes that they've done, they never go back and try to do that and make it cool. Like it's the best part of the movie, guys. Shit. But anyway, so we move on and the acting is good in this because you've got you got Linda Hamilton, yeah, T2's Linda Hamilton, and then you got Peter Horton who plays Bert and they're both good. Peter Horton gets on my fucking nerves. He's kind of that douchebag. It's like he's one of the guys that would be in that those insurance commercials where it's like um homeowners are turning into their parents in their 30s or whatever. He's got like the white lawn mowing shoes on. He just seems like a fucking tool bag. Just everything he says to her I don't like the guys. Like I'm a doctor, Linda. Holy shit, that's a weird fucking thing. It's very chalice of him. Uh, but no, her name's Vicky. It's Bert and Vicky. She seems like an asshole couple, Bert and Vicky. I don't want to go to Applebee's with them. Maybe I do. I don't know. We're getting sidetracked. But yeah, and you guys know the story. It's Children of the Corn. The problem with this movie is, is that they hit that kid, and that's kind of a scary thing because this kid just comes fucking walking out of the corn, and you hit him with your car. You know? Um while you're mansplaining and being a cunt to your, to your wife, who's way too hot for you. First naked woman I ever seen, by the way, Linda Hamilton in Terminator. Proud of that. Proud of that. Um, that's fact. That's true. So I will always have a thing for Linda Hamilton, but you know, I don't remember the first wiener I ever saw (laughs) that weird how that works. Huh? Yeah. I can't remember. Anyways, it all just goes downhill from there. Like at first the kids are super scary. I thought like they're really creepy Malachi and that redheaded fuck or oh, excuse me. Malachi is the redheaded fuck. Isaac was the creepy one with the bowl cut um, from earlier. So, but it, eventually it just turns into this dumb shit. Like he's driving around with this dead kid in his fucking trunk. That's not suspicious at all. And he's trying to find a town somewhere to stop and just nothing happens. You got that creepy old guy at the gas station. And that scene was cool. But then the rest of it is the kids kidnap her and he just spends the rest of the movie running around this fucking ghost town. It's like screaming like Vicky. Hey, Vicky. It's like Silent Hill, you know, like let's get to the fucking point. She's missing. All right. God, the kids never become scary again. And honestly, if I was him, it's just like the same thing with Chucky syndrome. I would just be running around karate chopping kids in the fucking face. These kids aren't scaring me. I'm going to get a baseball bat and just start fucking whack a mole you little weird country fucks. Especially if you got my wife and you're trying to kill her. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it just that, that shit dragged on too long. So long 
that Children of the Corn 1 literally runs out of fucking money. It runs out of money. Like, you can see. I've never seen anything like it. The, the movie ends. The kid wakes up and attacks him. He knocks the kid back out. And then they're just in this car in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, all right, let's get out of here. And they shut the door. And they stand in the middle of the street. And they just look around. Like, you could tell the actors don't know which way they're supposed to walk. And they just, like, start walking. And the credits start coming up. There's no music or anything. You can hear them breathing. You can hear Linda Blair go, um, this this way? Or are we going to, you know, it's like that movie ends like when you don't know whether to handshake or hug somebody. It's so fucking awkward. It just, it feels like you just watched it run out of money. So anyways, yeah, I didn't love the first movie. I just thought it's got cool stuff and it's got Linda Hamilton. Isaac's a creepy little fuck. And uh, it's got an amazing opening, and it's a classic old-school horror movie, but I just don't think it's very entertaining or good. So I'd give the first Children of the Corn like a six, I think. I think so. So that's the first movie. So on to the second movie. Now shit gets fun. Uh, The second movie is a really good time, if I can find it. I mean, it's not good, but it's not that fucking bad. I find it weird when it comes to horror. Like, with slasher movies, like, shitty slasher movies, everybody's like, no, everybody loves that movie, man. Uh, It's it's amazing. They're, like, revered for how shitty they are. And some of them are unwatchable. I love slashers, but I'm just saying, like, it gets a pass where other movies don't. Children of the Corn 2 is a fucking slasher movie. It is. And it's a shitty movie, but on the outskirts of it, it's actually pretty entertaining. Kind of reminds me of The Night Flyer in a weird way, just because Stephen King's The Night Flyer. But the kills in it are so good. Um, let me feel, I've got something pulled up here to as a little like reminder to let me know of the, all the cool shit that was in this fucking movie. Um, but, uh, yeah. So one of the guys in the movie is the fucking hotel guy from ghostbusters, by the way, the one that's like, I had no idea it'd be as much. I won't pay it. That guy, he's in this movie and, uh, Michael insign, uh, Charlie's theorem is an extra. Oh no, there's, I'm in the third movie. I'm on the third movie. See, this is what I mean. This is why I decided I was like, you know what? Let's podcast this bitch, Mike. Because you're going to fuck up a bunch of stuff. Um, so it's directed by David Price, who is the producer of the Leprechaun movies and directed the TV series Nightman, <laughs> which is fucking weird. So it's about a bunch of dumbasses with death wishes from Hemingford, Texas. They adopt all the kids from Gatlin after the events of the first film. They literally show up with a school bus and just assign parents to these kids like they were picking a fucking kickball team. Like there's no paperwork or anything. They're like, come on, kids, get in the bus. You want that one? That one looks nice. I'm going to take it home and fuck it. Like they're just taking these kids like they're fucking cattle. So uh, tabloid reporter and ex-communicated Newsweek writer John Garrett, who's played by Terrence Knox, and it'll confuse the shit out of you because the guy just looks like someone that's in a bunch of 80s and 90s movies you love, but I can't tell what I know him from. He just he's just he's a cool dude. He's a guy that you would definitely 100% have a beer at Applebee's with and then end up going out and getting into some trouble afterwards. He just seems like a fun dude. Hella with the snoring. Come on, man. Sounds like a squeaky pig. Um, Where are we? I didn't even wake her up. Hella. Christ. This is top grade A fucking podcasting right here, my friends. <laughs> but, um, 
so he he's a news he's an excommunicated Newsweek writer who writes for tabloids now, and everybody get his son doesn't like him. He had to pick up his son because his wife had some other shit going on, and his son's like, I haven't even seen you in five years. You're a fucking dick, and he's like, I know I'm a dick, but I just this is our situation. I didn't want a kid. You're my kid. I'm not a bad guy. I just don't want to hang out with you. It's a weird dynamic they have going on. But uh, he takes his long abandoned son Danny, who's played by Paul Scherer or as I like to call him, broken home Zach Morris, along for the ride. And the kids are all still evil. They're meeting in cornfields at nights up in Hemingford using flashlights, which is far creepier, by the way, than the daytime fireside meetings that they had, the fireside chats they would have with Isaac. Um, everybody's played by new characters now. and But yeah, these kids, these little shits are running out in fields with flashlights flying around everywhere. And that shit's kind of scary looking. It just gives me the willies the way it looks. So... um and all this is led by this Ezra Miller-looking fuck, Micah, who's played by Ryan Bowman and uh, Malachi. This time it's played by Ted Travelstan, who's given the haircut and the outfit of a simple Jack cosplayer. <laughs> uh, it's fucking bad. You guys got to see this movie. I mean, you just got to. I would love to do a watch along with you guys of this movie because it is hilarious. Um, but yeah, folks start getting killed off like it's uh, the end of the goddamn Godfather 2 in this movie and uh, native american professor frank red bear ned romero john and his new really sweaty fuck buddy angela they literally just like they're hanging out and they're like we're both attractive people this movie needs some sex so they go upstairs in this home with no air conditioning and sweaty fuck for like 20 minutes it's great the son hears him fucking he's like all right dad it's like the only thing his dad ever does that he appreciates uh it's fucking weird man but they all band together what's finding to find out what's happening to the children in the town which has also seemed to go butt nut crazy. Uh, look, this movie kind of fucking rules, you guys. I'm not going to lie. It just kind of does. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about the death scenes in it. Okay, so a couple of reporters get caught up in uh, the he who fucks people up's tornado. He who walks behind the row. They're just down there, and it creates a tornado. And a goddamn cornstalk flies through the windshield of this car, killing one of them. It's awesome. And then another scene, a creepy doctor who likes to give kids like lollipops. Totally he's molesting kids in the streets. Uh, I know it. He's murdered by a bunch of children. He's sit, hanging out in his doctor's office. And he's like, he calls his friend in this very Nightmare on Elm Street story. He's like, they know what we did. The kids show up around his house. And they fucking, it's it's haunting. It's It's actually haunting. These kids pick up the syringes. And a bunch of little kids with syringes stabbing him in the legs and the knees and the in the waist and shit like that. And that's how they killed this doctor off. Just a bunch of little fucking rugrats stabbing you with syringes. It's so fucked and it's so scary and it's so awesome. Um, right in the middle of this super psycho church meeting that they have where the preacher is screaming fornication fornication over and over again this dude just basically it's what you think is going to happen to you when you're having an anxiety attack. Is what happens to this guy. I want to make sure the sound's still on here. Uh, I've been running my my fat mouth for so long. But yeah, it's basically like what, what you think is going to happen during an anxiety attack. While the preacher's talking about fornication, this dude's just sitting there. And that little fucking kid's in the back. And he's not doing this. That's that's not the right motion I wanted to make. But um, he has a voodoo doll. Because apparently these corn stalkers can use voodoo dolls now. And he's taking it and he's smashing it in the face. And this dude starts bleeding out of his fucking eyes, out of his ears, out of his mouth. He's just like, by the end of it, he's just like, <laughs> just blood flying everywhere. His face is like a gusher. It's disgusting. It's actually kind of fucking scary, man. Kind of had me freaked out. He was bleeding out of all seven holes. I guarantee it. Even though we could only see like four or five of them, all seven were bleeding. He was definitely bleeding out of his ass. That's what I'm trying to get at here. And his pee pee hole. Um, 
there's this group of asshole kids that lure an old lady under her house looking for her cat. And her house is on stilts for some weird reason because I guess they get floods in the corn. It's on stilts. And while she's under there looking for the cat, they drop the house on top of her, which is just a crazy wild ass death it, it was it's messed up man but i liked it i really did and then finally there's this church meeting of uh, a group of asshole adults including the preacher and the kids come around to the church uh because the adults are starting to think hey maybe these kids are a little fucked up maybe we made a mistake maybe and the guy's like these are the lord's children he's like um the lord's children are outside chaining all the windows and doors right now the children lock them in there and then burn the fucking church down with all the townsmen inside of it why is this movie not more liked it is scary it is funny it is weird it's got amazing kills in it i really love children of the corn too it's my favorite of the franchise uh it's campy even if it's not intentional uh it's some of it's dumb as shit for sure but uh, it, it, <laughs> if you watch just the opening, like just the opening of the movie, you know, those like spooky sounds, Halloween uh, soundtracks was like, <laughs> they find a bunch of bodies under this house. And that soundtrack is literally just mystically playing in the background. You just hear like, <laughs> and for no reason. It's a weird movie. It's got to be experienced. We've, we should definitely do a watch along at some point because I just I love it. Uh, it's got the loudest kissing noises ever recorded on film. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's this movie's a fucking banger, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And don't even get me started on the weird uh, Native American shit they do. This guy just appears and disappears. <laughs> it's so weird, but it's awesome. You got to watch it. All right. So that one's a 7.5 out of 10 for me. Unashamedly, Children of the Corn 2 is a 7.5 out of 10. Hella, please wake up. Hey. Baloney, baloney, dog treats. Wake up, sleep in another room. Come on, man. Shit. Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest, 1995. This is the one with Michael Ensign. Uh, I had no idea it'd be so much. I won't pay it. Charlie Theron is a screaming extra in this movie, just for a second at the end of the movie. And it's the first straight to video sequel and the last sequel connected to the original film for at least a while. In this movie, stepbrothers Eli and Joshua are adopted from the haunted cornfield of Gatlin, Nebraska. Eli is the creepy little Isaac-looking shit of the movie and the hardcoreest of hardcore corn keepers. Joshua is a true believer, but he's a good seed deep down. He looks like Dan Stevens, kind of. It's weird. He's like a handsome... He was handsome because Dan Stevens is handsome. He's not more handsome. (laughs) No one's more handsome than Dan Stevens from the guest. But he's got that kind of look to him, uh, just like an 80s, 90s version of him. Uh, Classic case of you can't help where you grew up. Uh, The first part of the plot is ripped directly from Child's Play 2. Of all things, with with the awkward step-parent stuff happening, these two kids get abducted and the dad's kind of a dick. All the way down to the kid accidentally drops like an expensive trinket. It's the exact same thing as Child Play. He's like, Danny, those are expensive. I told you not to touch it. Uh, one of those weird situations like that. Um, but everything is all good with the brothers. They're being creepy together. They're dressing in their corn stuff. But they're going to like a modern school. So you got these two corn field wearing fucks going to high school together or middle school, high school. They must be mixed together because they're different ages. And it's all going good. Until uh, Joshua finds out about vagina. Uh, The handsome one, the taller one, realizes that he would like to get laid at some point. And this hot chick is talking to him and he befriends this dude. playing. The way he makes friends is the greatest fucking film moment in film history. 
They actually do like I shit you fucking not. In Children of the Corn Three, they do an actual like hang time basketball scene. He's out on the playground wearing his fucking his full corn regalia, and these kids invite him to play basketball. And he's like, "Sure, I'd love to play a game of basketball, <laughs> shirts or blouses." But he goes out there, and it's like the music. I swear to God, it's literally like. Bam, it's like a record scratching it's like hip it's like it's fucking nuts and he's fucking awesome he's like faking people out alan iverson people like laying it up i think he may have dunked at some point classic 90s 80s scene of high school kids playing basketball smack dab in the middle of the children of the corn movie but the isaac looking fuck sees it and he is not a fan he's like why are you talking to these fucking weirdos man we got corn cobs to grow next to this abandoned factory behind our stepdad's house and that's what that kid does he magically grows corn stalks uh while while the other kid's out trying to get laid it's the most 90s dangerous minds style shit you've ever seen in your life like there's a kid with a butterfly knife um uh it's it's dude it's got to be seen to be believed this movie's entertaining as shit as well it's the second best movie in the franchise to me it goes two three then one and then a dark dark fortress of 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 poo poo beneath that Uh, actually there's one more halfway decent one um but yeah eventually (laughs) oh my god i forgot about this movie for a second there um so this kid just breaks down and he has a TED talk uh, in the middle of the church. The the creepy looking fuck has a TED talk in the middle of the church, just gets up and just starts. He's like, preacher, shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down and starts talking to the kids. And all of a sudden, somehow, like magically possesses them. So all these kids that were making fun of him for being a, the weird little shit that he is, he preaches and all of a sudden they're the fucking foot clan. You know, and they turn this town into uh, uh, literally the Foot Clan lair from Ninja Turtles. And he's like their leader. And the other brother's like, dude, this sucks. Uh, it's just him, his friend, and, and the girl he's trying to bang, who happens to be the other guy's sister, who captures them trying to fuck. It's an awkward moment. He's like, man, you can't fuck my sister. And he's like, but I really want to. She's got nice boobs. Gazangas. Um, anyway, um, she lets her touch her titty, and it's like a Ginny Forrest Gump thing. And then... Uh, Oh my God, it all culminates in this fucking weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life in a movie. Uh, has to be seen to believe. Basically, he walks around the road, shows up when things go to shit. His brother goes there to stop him. And all the kids are in this one little area, including screaming Charlize Theron in her first role ever. And he who walks behind the rose comes to life. And it's a giant corncob monster. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's like a giant blob of goo, like in corn and like, it's the worst looking thing you've ever seen. They apparently ran out of money and when it picks up people, it's a giant size monster, like Ghostbuster size fucking marshmallow man monster. And it looks so bad. It looks like poop with corn in it. And he just, when it picks people up, you can tell that they're Barbie dolls. I'm fucking not lying to you. You can tell he's holding Barbie dolls in its hands and like ripping them apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. And it's just, oh, Jesus. And Eli's shooting fireballs like he's white suit fucking Mario. He can shoot fireballs all of a sudden like goddamn Street Fighter. Hadoukening people. I just, what the fuck? It ends, I mean, it takes the biggest, sh- it shits its pants so hard. 
at the end of this movie. A movie that's been really entertaining up to this point. Not good, but just a weird time capsule. Just shits its pants so hard. And it's so fucking entertaining to see. You gotta watch it. You really do. Uh, so that's, I didn't, I started skipping around at this point. And this is to my own detriment. This is why I kind of fucked up my own uh, video that I wanted to do on this. Oh. And I, I jumped around and I watched Children of the Corn Genesis. Now, this is uh, it's a nice, cool hour and 20 minute long movie from Dimension Extreme. You always knew that you were in for probably a frozen chunk of poopy with that when you saw the Dimension Extreme, meaning straight to video. And we're going to throw this. I don't know. It's going to smell like a lunchroom. Uh, but it's from Maniac Cop. Three director Joel Soison, and it's got uh, this is actually <laughs> this is the one I was thinking of. I enjoy this movie, it's not good, but it's one I actually found enjoyable. Amiss watching all these movies, it's so different, and it's Genesis, so it's supposed to be, I guess, you know, the original before. Uh, but it stars Billy Drago, who's an awesome actor. He passed away back in 2019. He was in The Untouchables, Invasion USA, Hills Have Eyes, X-Files. Um, just an awesome, awesome bad guy. Reminds me of the bad guy from The Crow. Just kind of that. Just you, If you just Google fucking Billy Drago, you'll, you'll see his face and you go, oh, that fucking guy. Uh, really good character actor. Really good bad guy. And his uh, wife, Barbara Nezokalakalkova, who was in Hostel. But as this young pregnant couple broke down on a hot summer day in the middle of nowhere and are forced to stay the night with this creepy couple, the two aforementioned folks, about 20 miles outside of Gatlin, Tennessee. And these extremely creepy fucks, Drago, who calls himself Preacher and acts like a pedophilic murdering nutball uh, while somehow barely speaking at all. Like he barely speaks, but he just like sits around the house. It's like, I want some tea. Oh, yeah, I'd like tea. <laughs> he just he barely says shit but they show up at the door and she's like i'm he's like no get the hell out of here and it, she's like it's it's 102 degrees outside she's like i'm pregnant i'm gonna have a miscarriage and it's gonna be your fault you redneck fuck and he's like it wouldn't be right to god to let you stay out here he was like come inside and his wife who's a smoke show makes no sense this preacher guy creepy as fuck again kind of giving you uh vibes of um the the dude who uh, the rapist Zed the rapist Zed the rapist from uh, Pulp Fiction, uh, but like Children of the Corn version of him with black hair. Anyways, he's a fucking dick, and he's like, "Fine, I'll let you in." There's no place to fix their car. They're stuck there overnight, and he's like, "Y'all are gonna have to stay here because I won't put you out there." And I'm I'm pretty sure I would just like, I don't know, man. It's 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 an interesting situation because you're thinking about what would you do. Because there's definitely something fucked up about these two. Him and his extremely hot wife. It's like that scene in uh, uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle where uh, that guy's like, come on, fuck my wife if you want. It's like, what did he just say? Come on, fuck his wife? It's like, you know, the guy's like, Jesus, what? The devil, huh? Uh, that dude whose extremely hot wife was Malin Ackerman. But uh, yeah, so anyways, she's sitting in there drinking sweet tea. And he's like, I'll use the phone. So her boyfriend, who's a fucking idiot, goes to use the phone, and the wife is in there, right? 
And she walks up to him and starts rubbing on his wiener while he's on the phone trying to call like the 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 car shop that can't be there till tomorrow. She starts rubbing on his wiener while he's on the phone, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta stop doing that, man! Come on, stop it, <laughs> stop it!" Uh, she sits on the table and starts pulling her titty out, starts rubbing herself, starts touching herself, watching him on the phone, and I'm like, "This is crazy! This is so intense! It was far more intense than I expected Children of the Corn Genesis to be." So he goes back into the room. Uh, he doesn't do anything. She just wants someone to get her the fuck out of there, I feel. Um, just shit just goes crazy. Then, So he's like, I have one rule. I'm going to let you stay in my house. But at night, we go to sleep. I don't want you fucking walking. He's like, use the outhouse, and that's it. I don't want you fucking snooping around my place. So, of course, his dumbass fucking girlfriend's like, I'm going to go snooping around his place. So she goes running the fuck around. She finds this kid that's like put in the shack i think he's like chained if i remember correctly in this little shack and then in this other room she finds a uh yeah it was it was her she finds this other barn and it's got like it's like a creepy sex dungeon but like with god stuff in it it's like a it's like a jesus sex dungeon i'm pretty sure that's a terrible punk band name jesus sex dungeon oh god but anyways yeah it's like this red carpet and shit and he finds this he makes a good point because he's like hey these people got no cable. They got no internet or nothing. He's like, but he has this huge, nice TV setup and this beautiful, like, brand new camera and, like, tripods and shit. He's like, he's been in here. He's either fucking them. He's not filming them fucking or he's filming himself doing stuff to kids or something. Something's not fucking right about this. So they investigate. He catches them. He gets super creepy, continues to be super creepy, and then tries to explain to them, no, like, no, you don't understand. We're, we've not trapped it. It's trapped here with us. Or we're trapped here with it, or whatever the fuck. This kid in the barn starts doing goddamn all of a sudden out of nowhere telekinesis shit, and the house just shuts down, and they start getting thrown around the house like they're on the goddamn Enterprise, and the Borgs are attacking. It's fucking wackadoo, man. But it's the story just is. You're like, man, I thought this was gonna be a piece of shit. I'm pretty invested in what's going on, but then it flies off the the rails. Um, they escape the next day. The dude shows up. Uh, and they steal his truck, and they're home free. They made it out of there. Everything's going to be okay. But then the mom, who kills the dude with a pitchfork, gives the kid a, a toy car set. And you know that that those those things that you see on the internet, or on the internet, or the, those giant trucks that you see on the interstate, where they got like 17 cars on them, and they're like either new cars, or they're damaged cars or whatever, like the car, the truck that carries other cars. And you're like, man, if one of those came off, that'd be fucked up. Very final destination scene happens. The mom buys the kid like a Hot Wheels version of that. And like they're on the road. And then you see one of those in front of them. And you're like, huh, that's fucking peculiar. And then the kid starts taking the cars off and throwing them up in the air and like crashing them together and playing with them. And while he's doing this, this is happening in real life. This kid has superpowers. He's like, he's like the Fantastic Four kid or some shit from the Marvel Reborn Heroes series that we all got into. Um, well, at least if you were a fucking nerd. But yeah. Um, so they're in a car wreck. And then the dude shows up with the truck, takes them back, puts her in the shed. I think the guy died in the wreck. And then puts her in the shed with the kid. And the girl, the pregnant girl, is put in the shed. And she picks up the kid and holds the kid and starts to cry. And then the fucking movie ends. I don't understand. This is the one I was talking about. There's no corn in the fucking movie. There's not a single strip of fucking corn in this Children of the Corn movie. And there's only one kid. So you can't call it children of the corn when there's no corn 
and only one kid. It's Child of the Shed is what they should have named this fucking movie. But uh, honestly, way more like it turns out to be kind of a piece of shit because it's none of it's explained well. It's kind of entertained by it. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Um, fuck, what else, man? That's four. So we're four movies deep. I did a whole review of the remake. Um. Didn't think think the remake was that awful. I actually found it to be watchable. The one that just came out in 2020. Uh, I can't remember what I gave. I think I gave it like a five or something like that. Uh, some of the acting's good in it. Some of the acting's really bad in it. And uh, they don't explain shit. Like there's just giant swaths of the fucking movie missing. Like they take over the parents and the children of the corn. It's a gender flip. It's a girl. She's really good in the role. Um, and it's just like, gosh, just a fucking whatever movie. They, again, don't recreate the, the original scene. They do have this gnarly scene where they put all the parents in a hole and then they bury the parents alive, which that was pretty fucking crazy and wild and crazy kids. They once again try to show he who walks behind the rose in that one, but they don't have the CGI capabilities for it. So it's just like this awful looking Gumby fucking it's like it's like a teenage group mixed with Gumby just ripping people's bodies in half. And they don't have the, the means to show what they're going for, but they fucking said hell with it. And they slapped it up there anyway. Uh, so that makes it sort of entertaining, but the character decisions are dumb as fuck. It's just not a well-made movie, but it's got some decent parts in it. And it's definitely not the worst of this franchise for sure. There's way worse that you could watch. Um, so there's that one. What else are we missing here? So we got one, we got two, we got three. Uh, I watched about 12 minutes of part four, uh, the gathering, and wanted to claw my own fucking eyeballs out. Um, so I, I, did, I never got around to that one again. Maybe I will someday, uh, or or to five, uh, which are not in no way connected. The worst movie of the franchise, fucking worst. I mean, fucking worst is Children of the Corn six 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 Isaac's Return. This came out in October of nineteen ninety nine, and they brought the fucking dude uh, who was Isaac back. And he has this, I don't know, he has this, uh, I don't know what you call it, um, his affliction, uh, where he's just smaller. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but he comes back and he's still, he looks just like Isaac from the original one, only like, you know, aged and like with a beard. This is one of the fucking worst movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, I cannot believe they, they let this out. They should have put this in the vault with fucking the Batgirl movie and burnt it. Um, please don't watch this movie. Please don't do it. There is nothing redeemable about this movie whatsoever. I mean, nothing. I can't actually remember anything that happens except for there's this girl whose mom was back one of the Gatlin kids at the Children of the Corn. She has ties to it. Uh, the dad, Titus's dad, um, Stacy Keach is in this movie. That's a, That was a cool thing that happened in the movie. Um, fuck John Franklin, the kid who plays Isaac, the adult now who plays Isaac. Guys, I think I actually deleted this from my brain. I'm really sorry. I'm having a hard time remembering it. All I remember is it was one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Nothing that happens in the movie makes sense. They've taken over an abandoned hospital, I believe. Uh, yeah. And Stacy Keach plays uh, a, a doctor that works there and he's one of the only good people, but Isaac's trying to like bring back the crew or some shit uh, he's like don't question me yeah like the, the town's been abandoned i believe and the people the only few remaining people are still like loyal to him but that loyal is is, is wa- loyalty is waning and then shit happens i don't know it's ugly as shit it's filmed like pure butthole uh, the acting is absolutely atrocious in it uh, the camera work is just fucking 
turd box salads. Horrifyingly awful. And I'm trying to look up right now notes on it. Uh, did I even bother taking any? I don't think that I even did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So that one's just a wash. I wish I had more to say about it, but I can't remember a fucking thing about it. Don't do it. Children of the Corn, 666, Isaac's Return. Burn it. If you see it in a store, theft it. Steal it. Take it outside. Smash it into smithereens. It's one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life. And it actually has the nerve to have the tagline, the latest and most horrifying chapter of my ass. It's like that scene in uh, The Breakup. It's like, my sister's been through a lot. And he's like, of dick. Um, what a fucking trash ass movie. Uh, I wish I could remember more from it. Uh, I literally blocked it out, though. Uh, Children of the Corn Revelation. The fuck was that one? Did I not watch that one? God damn it. I must not have. I don't remember shit about Revelation. Did I fucking watch this piece of shit? I'm having a, a conniption here right now, you guys. This is why I couldn't do the video. Revelation, Children of Corn. Let me make sure. Because I watched a bunch of these. Um, 2001, straight to video. Oh, is this the fucking one? No, I didn't see this one. I missed this one. It has Michael Ironside in it. Fuck! There's too many of these goddamn movies! So I didn't miss that one. Okay, so I, I didn't watch three of them. So thank God I didn't try. Uh, I watched Children of the Corn Runaway. And I'm shocked because I see a lot of people say that this this was their favorite one, and I couldn't get all the way through it. Like, it was supposed to be a follow-up to Children of the Corn Genesis, and none of it ties in together. It's all so fucking confusing. This lady's having visions, and when there's a point where she's in the cafe and she starts to have visions of the kids. So it's like they actually sort of throw back to the, the opening of the original children of the corn movie for a second, but the CGI blood and it's also fake and dumb looking that I just, I was like, I just, you just check me out. That is the one scene that you had some chance to be fucking good. And it was bad. And the rest of it is this mom who's homeless and she can't take care of her kid. And this guy gives her a job as a fucking mechanic. And we're supposed to feel bad, like Hallmark fucking movie. I just, the plot was so dumb to me. And I, and I know I'm going to catch it for this because a lot of people, I see them say that that's the, the best sequel. And I'm like, I, I, I literally couldn't finish it, man. I thought it was pure ass cheek tailbone. And then the uh, 2009 remake, this one, we've got things to say. <laughs> oh i think this is the last one we're going to talk about right i think that puts us at the end of thank christ uh these movies i don't know if i'll ever watch another children of the corn movie again going back through it now i feel like maybe i'm having some ptsd for sure um but the 2009 remake wow fucking butt I mean, butt juice from Tinseltown. It's a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb, directed by Donald P. Borchers. And the plotline says, while traveling, an unhappy married couple encounter a cult of murderous children who worship an entity called He Who Walks by the Road. So yeah, fuck children's corn movie. But in this one, the main dude is, and I, from what I understand, this ties more into the book. Um, It's more like the book. So this one, the guy comes home from the war way back in the day um and him and his girlfriend who is i'm not kidding maybe the most annoying character i've ever seen in a fucking movie just oh like i've never laid my hands on a woman my whole life and i never will but if i did and i was in this movie and i was him 
I'd have punched her in the head. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I wouldn't have done that. But and I think he does at one point. Yeah, I think he backstabbed her. And uh, honestly, she's so fucking shitty and hateful and awful. Didn't f- feel a bit bad for her. Did not feel a, a bit bad for her. I like burped while I was talking just now, and I almost died. But um, they're driving down the street, and it's the same exact plot of the first movie, except for he's back from the war. And she starts calling him baby killer and all this fucking awful, horrendous, mean shit. Just saying the meanest, most vile shit you can think of. And he's a dumbass too. Just the way he reacts to it, the way he puts up with it, when he decides to speak up and when he doesn't like, dude, you guys should have, I would have kicked her ass out of the fucking car. Like you go walk behind the fucking rose, bitch. We're done here. Uh, Just horrendous. Just, terrible way to spend the first 20 minutes of the movie listening to these two run their fucking mouths eventually what happens in this one is it hits the kid the same thing goes to the town everything pretty much plays out the same way except for um <laughs> this fucking kid who plays uh isaac is there's the kids are so bad in this one i mean they are really really fucking bad in this one the kid walks out. It's like an old ghost town western. The kid walks out on top of a roof like it's fucking Desperado wearing goddamn capri pants. <laughs> he's wearing the corn regalia, but he's also got capri pants on. You're like, that fucking kid has capris on. But uh, the movie's so goddamn bad. And they didn't have the money to make it. They didn't have the tools to do so. You could tell that they tried their asses off, but it just wasn't there. And then they kill uh, the girl in the car they all attack the car and kill her while she's in there while he's inside looking for something and then he starts <laughs> it's kind of funny because he has no qualms with sticking these fucking kids man he just starts killing kids he's like fuck you little shit and uh he goes on the run and eventually what happens is it's so dumb but he ends up in the corn uh, isaac sends everybody after him so there's like a fuck ton of kids <laughs> Literally, the, the scene from Rocky, he's running down a dirt fucking path and like hundreds of kids chasing him, trying to kill him. But he's he's in good shape. He, he's a military man. He gets out in the cornfield and starts having goddamn flashbacks. So he's just killing kids like Rambo, like sneaking up on him, fucking calling him Charlie and all that shit like that. Like just fucking sneaking up on him, uh, killing him, like kills tons and tons of fucking kids. And... The movie ends in this in this crazy dumb shit. I can't actually remember exactly how the fuck it ends. Um, what happens at the end of this movie? I have to look it up because it was. I think something really dumb happened. Um, oh, I think they all die. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the one where they all fucking die. So this is Bert begins having flashbacks to Vietnam, kills several of the children. Uh, at nightfall, the worship worshippers abandon the search and return to the town. They have a feast prepared by the females who see... Oh, yeah, I forgot about the fucking scene! Yes, I would have been so mad if I... There's a fucking porno! These kids... Because, I mean, you got to think, okay, if the children are going to take over for adults and you're going to kill the adults once they get to, once they get to a certain age, how are you going to procreate? I'll tell you how. They have this one girl who's just about to be an adult, I guess, who is a fucking porn star. I mean, she's literally 34. Um, and all the kids go to the church... And they do the ceremony and she takes off her clothes, literal fucking porn star stuff going on. And this kid comes up and they fuck right there in front of the whole pulpit, all the kids. And the kids are standing there like, yeah, 
oh, fucking right. Woo. And she's moaning and she's into it. This is not their first fucking time. Okay. That guy was dicking her down like Ron fucking Jeremy. And they're just, they're having sex all over the place. And these kids are like cheering. None of them are jerking off, thankfully, because that would be a sin, I guess. But it's like that scene in the end of Clerks 2 with the donkey show. Um, it was just, I've never seen anything like it in a fucking movie. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but yeah, uh, then everything happens at the end and the scarecrow, uh, it turns out Bert was a scarecrow, uh, from the first movie. And that's, that's the children of the corn franchise <laughs> from my eyes and mouth, uh, to yours. I'm going to put my mouth on you. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, that's, that was my experience with the children of the corn movies. And I really wish that I, I was able to do this closer when I saw them so I could remember it a little bit better, but I think we went through like seven of the movies here. And maybe one day when my wounds have healed and scarred over and they make another fucking remake, we'll actually do this proper. Um, but I feel like it made for a pretty fun time. So thank you guys for hanging out and uh, listening to me scream and, and talk about corn and poop and corn in your poop. Um, I had a good time. I feel like I've exercised the demons. This house is clear. And uh, I, w- I will have another. I see dead movies uh, sooner rather than later uh, this time. And uh, I love your fucking faces. I hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you soon.